Hello and welcome to episode five of the Governance Podcast for Governors in the Diocese of Chichester. My name is Mike Simmons. Delighted to welcome you to this this particular podcast, which we take as our theme, Advent. I'm recording this just before the first Sunday in Advent that will be a feature of churches and schools throughout the diocese over the next three or so weeks as we prepare for Christmas. So I want to pose a question for us as governors. What will our focus be this Advent? Well, I suppose it would be normal for that to be Christmas shopping, Christmas arrangements, parties, presentations, performances, carol services and all of the like. Those would be some of the things that we will get up to over and during the month of December. Of course, there's always the World Cup and uh, I don't know what you think, but many churches have moved their carol services, uh, carols by candlelight from Sunday the 18th to Saturday the 17th because of the expectation that many people will want to be home on Sunday evening, especially if there's penalties. Well, I wonder what your focus will be this Advent. Maybe uh, a better question would be, what opportunities are there coming this month? Or what challenges are you facing as a school? I know governors will be concerned about budgets and we're perhaps grateful for the additional money that has been promised but yet to arrive. But it's unlikely as the year unfolds to meet all of our school needs. Or perhaps we're concerned about the challenge of uh, a threat of strikes as is happening on the day I'm recording in Scotland and uh, amongst uh, people uh, working in higher education in England. Or there are maybe some of the things that we identify in our governance and in our school that we could do better, that are occupying our minds and our time, indeed our agendas. And as I think ahead to next week and the Um, Academy Roadshow that the diocese is holding, many schools will be questioning and wondering what is the future uh, of our school and what will academisation mean? That day won't necessarily answer all the questions, but it may set you down a road of considering your future and what it might look like as you try to take ownership of the debate and the initiative that government may well be picking up very soon. So many challenges that could be the focus we have this Advent. But what about the opportunities there are? Opportunities for acts of kindness, to thank our staff for all of their activity and endeavours, how they go so often way beyond their contractual uh, requirements as they serve the school community and particularly the children. How will we show them our gratefulness as we look at the opportunities there are in this season? Of course, there will be for many of us the joy, perhaps for the first time since the lockdowns, of being able to witness the joy of children performing, carol singing in our schools and in our churches, and as we simply get together to celebrate Christmas. So what opportunities are there this coming month for your governance and your school? 
Well, another way in which our focus this Advent may be beginning is to think about the new science framework that is being introduced in September 23. Maybe because I'm reflecting a lot on it and how I might support governors through this podcast and through training come the new year. But it does raise some questions and a couple of them I would just want to put to you now. So in that new framework, schools will be asked, how do the specific needs of the school community inform the theologically rooted Christian vision? In other words, they're challenging us to consider, as governors and as school leaders, how well we understand our school's context and how, do we, how are we able to explore that and to explain that from a theological perspective? Now, let's not be too afraid of the word theology. And if it's something you're not familiar with, then I hope that in the training we will be offering, we can help kind of unpack that and understand that. But how does your Christian vision, hopefully theologically rooted, actually inform the way in which the school's needs and context is met? That could be a focus this Advent for us. And another question that will be asked is, what is the relationship between the school and local churches? Well, Christmas is that time of year when often the school will visit the church for a carol service or some kind of performance. And it's great for churches to see their pews filled with children singing the praises of God in the carols new and old. And you might be able to share in something of that to witness that encouragement. But what if you don't? What if there is no such opportunity? How else is the church and the school working together? I talked and spoke yesterday of our growing partnership initiative and uh, I can send some details of that if you would like to know more. So what will your focus be this Advent? Will it be trying to unpack something of the new science framework? I would suggest leave that probably until you can come to some training. But in the meantime, how is our Christian vision being worked out, particularly through the uh, story, the narrative of Advent? And how is the church and the school working together in that respect? Maybe for you, personally now, I might give you a different kind of challenge. It's also about your focus this Advent. But is it possible that you could use these next few weeks, Advent, to consider some of the ways in which we are already thinking theologically without realising it? Because the story of the coming of Jesus, whether you see Advent as Christmas or thinking ahead to his return, it is, in fact, a celebration of promise, the promise of God. It is a celebration of the coming of Jesus. It is a challenge to us to understand the difference that he makes. So if I were to pray an Advent Sunday prayer, which I will just do in the midst of this podcast, what will that say to me about how I use 
Advent. And so we pray, Almighty God, as your kingdom dawns, turn us from the darkness of sin to the light of holiness, that we may be ready to meet you in our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Do you see how the themes of God, darkness, light, being ready to meet Jesus at his coming, are summed up in a very brief Advent prayer? And in fact, schools, and maybe even us as governors, will be focusing more on the Jesus that Advent is all about. But what has this got to do with governance? Because this podcast is about informing governance. What has this to do with governance? Well, my answer to that is everything. I mean, we're familiar with Jesus bringing light into the world, for example. He's called, he calls himself the light of the world. He calls us to be the light of the world. So how can we, by our contributions, by the decisions we make, represent the light that is, in, is Jesus in our thinking, in the words we use? When is it we recognise that God is doing something in the midst of everything we have to get up to in the round of meetings of uh, governance as we meet with members of staff and so on? How can we encourage children as they uh, enjoy the thrill of carol services and performances? How can we encourage them to see that Jesus brings light into the world? And whether you're discussing some of the questions or challenges that I started with, how are our eyes open to recognise the opportunities that are before us? Maybe that challenges us to lay aside our presumptions and our positions, to not address or come to an issue with a precondition or with our minds made up, but to be the kind of people that are open to hear new things consider new ways and contribute from the wisdom and experience that we have in the past. One of the things that Christmas and Advent reminds me of is how patient God is and how busy to do things urgently we are in this time, these times. It's not that some decisions don't have to be taken rapidly and I fully accept that. But taking the meta-narrative, the big story of Christmas, it took a long time in our calendar. Sometimes it's only right that we pause and reflect and consider. I was saying only this morning to someone how I often in the past have introduced the idea of having a reflective time or even a training module within the course of a governor's meeting. You might say, but we have so much to get through. We might have too too long an agenda for the couple of hours that we really ought to be focused. Well, I would encourage you to recognise that actually sometimes stopping, thinking, reflecting together, and maybe even praying can add power, can add meaning, can add wisdom to the discussions that we are having. So what will your focus be this Advent? Will it be the normal seasonal things? Or will we take some time out to reflect and to consider? I'd encourage you to do that personally. 
I'd encourage you to do that as a governing board and to take some time maybe during your meetings or before your meetings for some Advent reflection as you get your business underway. Now before I go, perhaps some news items that will be helpful to you. I'm sure you're aware that we have an additional bank holiday on Monday the 8th of May following and to celebrate His Majesty Charles III's coronation. We're still waiting to hear quite what that will do with the SAT tests and other things that would normally have been held on that Monday. Uh, watch this space as it were for more information. Now you may have seen the news, it was on the national news, that Ofsted had uh, put out a report on the inspections of outstanding or previously exempt outstanding schools. Some of the media headlines implied that there's been a general decline in educational standards. But I think it's worth us remembering that the Ofsted framework has changed dramatically over the 15 years or so that some schools that had outstanding quite a number of years ago have now been judged either good or requires improvement. Well, I think we have to remember that the bar has been raised quite dramatically and that will have made a difference. But most significantly, Ofsted has changed its approach to grading. Outstanding used to be best fit. And so if uh, a school was um, better than good, it would receive outstanding. Now, to be judged outstanding, a school must hit all of the good and outstanding cr criteria securely and consistently. As has been pointed out, simply the requirement is now more stringent. Now that isn't to say that some schools needed to be judged differently and that will help them with their school improvement, I would hope. But let's just remember the picture that is being portrayed in the media is not always the full picture as I've sought to give you a little bit more information and overview. Now on another note, um, you'll remember that uh, the new Secretary of State for Education is the MP for Chichester, Gillian Keegan. And last week she wrote to all of the schools to introduce herself. As she says, I wanted to say hello and introduce myself to you and everyone working in education and care. Now at least she has some experience of working in the Department for Education in the past, having been an Apprenticeship and Skills Minister. But now she has overall responsibility. In her letter she talked about the fact that schools had made a massive contribution as heads, teachers and classroom assistants contribute to the national life of the nation through all they do for children. I don't think any of us would doubt that or again say that we would want to add our appreciation. Then she draws attention to the £2 billion in extra funding, which over and above what has been previously committed will be the biggest injection of funding ever, according to her words. 
that should take schools back to at least 2010 levels in real terms, it is suggested. But of course, we are all aware of how challenging the, the future may well be as we look at rising costs and seek to deal with many of the financial challenges in our schools. So we need to keep our eye on the ball. We need to explore where we can uh, make savings, but we also need to work out how we can give adequate provision for all of our children and staff in our schools. This is not the place to give answers to that, but I hope that will be a focus for you going through into the budget setting scores, uh, period for maintained schools as you um, approach and move forward into the new year. Well, finally, I just want to refer back to the new science framework and uh, remind you that there is training coming up in the next two terms that will help to equip you and your governing board in preparing and being a school that can uh, really effectively describe and understand what it means to have a theologically rooted Christian vision and how that impacts everything within the school. So watch this space. There are already two sessions in the programme. You could book onto those. They are in March and May 2023. And I'm pretty certain that I'm going to be laying on one or two more extra sessions as uh, the thinking continues to develop. I would encourage you not to enrol on the sessions that are for school leadership teams, as they will be more focused on the work that will be happening in school than the strategic work of school governors. Well, we're coming up to the end of the podcast, so let me remind you of the sessions that are coming up the next month in person in school monitoring, and I think that will be helpful to all of you as you consider the work of governance as uh, in that monitoring role. And we'll be thinking about things like what is it uh, to do a school visit? What are other ways in which we might monitor? And how can our conversations, our discussions with our head teachers be more effective? Don't forget to begin to book into the sessions in January. We have uh, safeguarding on the 12th of, of January and Ofsted for governors on the 17th of January. And then there are, of course, there are courses in February and so on. Just about the safeguarding one, it is for new governors and it's really important that new governors are trained in the first few weeks or months of their uh, tenure as a governor of a school. So please do make sure new governors uh, enroll in that course. It's, it's actually for any governor in order to put safeguarding into the context of being a church school. So feel free to join us on that occasion. Also running the three-session course, Making Sense of Church School Governance, in February into March. So again, for your new governors in particular, this is an important opportunity. Let me pray for you as we enter the season of Advent. 
Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunities that are before us this Advent and for the opportunities our schools face as we move through the season into a new calendar year. We thank you for all that Advent can mean to us as we think about how we turn from darkness to light, how we are ready for the coming and celebration of the coming of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. We pray that there'll be much joy in our schools as carols are sung, songs are sung, as we celebrate and rejoice in all that this season brings to us. We ask all of this as we pray for our governors in the diocese, as we pray for our governance boards, that this may be a season when we are prepared for all that is ahead of us as we serve our schools in governance. In Jesus Christ's name, Amen. Well, thank you for joining me. Do send your questions and your comments by email to me, mike.simmons at chichester.anglican.org. I'd love to hear from you. I'd like to do a whole Q&A uh, podcast sometime uh, from with questions that have come from people who've been listening. So do write in with those questions. And if I don't see you before Christmas, because you haven't been to one or two of the things that I will be at, whether online or, ver or, or in person, then I pray that you will have a very happy, joyful, restful and blessed Christmas. Until the new year then. Bye.